Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Little Things with Lindsay Ann. Um, so this podcast has been in the making for probably <laughs> a year now um, because it it just takes in my perspective from different times. So I will eventually clarify that within the podcast um, when I'm switching forward. But this beginning part was probably written sometime in the beginning of this year. Um, yeah, so <laughs> let's get started with it. So hello, listeners and friends. I developed feelings for someone. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see it coming either. And I learned a lot from it about myself and where I'm at and what I'm still working on as well as what I want in a person. I learned that I actually can feel quite deeply for someone. And it's been a long time since I felt this type of feeling. It's raw and genuine and trusting. Ah, that was new. My system wasn't perfect, but for a bigger portion, I found myself being able to trust this person and choosing to trust this person repeatedly. I think what shocked me the most was that I found myself running towards this person with my heart on my sleeve. And if you know me, I haven't really been like that. Like that, like that. Since middle high school middle school, high school, when I wasn't as jaded as I am now. And I realized that I seriously self-sabotage and basically caused some of my own misery. Um, there came a point where I remembered having so many like intrusive thoughts and playing the worst case scenario in my mind over and over again that at one point I heard myself say, you know, it's not safe in my head. And it really wasn't because like I was attacking every single thing like every even though the actions that i was seeing in in like in real life was um you know great in my mind everything still felt very unsafe you know and having feelings and conversing often with someone who i personally think is quite healthy for the most part emotionally really triggered me because i've been used to chaos in the last people i've liked and in the last person that i am was interested in and I know that my brain wants to protect me but my system is shot and I can't always tell right away what triggers are actually safe and what aren't it's really hard to discern sometimes um what thoughts are actually representative of what's true as well as what feelings are also kind of aligning with the reality um And to be honest, I didn't know how to first off accept my feelings of having feelings. I would shame myself um, for even liking this person when it's completely normal to do so. Um, That's something that I think I was influenced to kind of repress the feelings. Because if I had feelings, then there would be, there seemed to always be a consequence or repercussion to having feelings or liking somebody so I learned early on that maybe not you know maybe I'm not going to do that and maybe it's something that's wrong or something wrong with me to like somebody and long story short it's not happening at this time (laughs) and he was very clear about that at the start 
So for me liking this person who I knew had told me that it wasn't the time for them, well, logically, my brain was like, yeah, it's time to move on. And heart, you're kind of dumb for continuing to like this person. But in the words of Selena Gomez, you know, the heart wants what the heart wants. And then I subconsciously had this expectation of him, despite the fact that he told me straight up that he wasn't going to date me. So despite knowing that he would not date me at this time, I still deep down inside hoped that he'd change his mind. Honestly, maybe I was trying so hard to change his mind. But we all know that that doesn't work. You can't make someone want something that they don't want to give or cannot in the moment give. And honestly, I shouldn't have to have done that, you know, trying to get someone to date me. But subconsciously, looking back at it, I was doing that. And then I'd get all high strung up and worked up when he couldn't meet my expectations and it made me frustrated and sometimes even resentful at times. And while this didn't end up going where I wanted it to go, I learned a lot from it and I plan to carry these lessons with me for the next time my heart feels this way again, whenever that may be. One of the hardest pills I had to swallow this time around was that I made mistakes and I I have growing to do. I'm not always in the right, and that's okay. There were times I saw my ego and my pride get in the way. I saw my trauma try to get in the way, and, you know, despite the fact that I've worked on myself, you know, they're, like, very, like, a lot. (laughs) These past two years, I didn't get to figure out what I still needed to grow in relationship-wise until I was in this position where I had to navigate through actual life um, with somebody and in a way assess how far I've come in areas of where I still needed to grow in and that makes sense right I also realized that there's a lot of gray area in the process of picking a partner and I so badly wanted to put things into this dichotomous way of there's one person who's right and another who's wrong and that just isn't how it works at least not in my experience with this person Lastly, I think the most important thing I've learned is that love is not about you. I saw this TikTok, <laughs> right? I'm citing my TikToks, I actually, but I'm not really because I can't remember the person who had posted it. But um, I saw this one TikTok and they were talking about how, you know, unconditional love, it's it is not a like loving love is not about you it's about your ability to let go of your own expectations and desire to control things and just accept things for just accept things the way they are and for the person as who they are you know and I want to clarify, though, that loving someone doesn't mean that you've given them a freebie and, you know, you're going to get walked on and stuff. You get to choose what you tolerate and what you accept. You get to choose whether you're going to stay or you're going to walk away. You're going to choose whether that person and, like, who they are and where they're at in their life is compatible for you and what your wants are, you know? So just because you like somebody and you love them doesn't mean that you necessarily end up with them you can love someone and still have them not be a fit for you romantically loving someone doesn't mean that yeah that you don't you don't end up with them all the time it's not like the fairy tale with happy endings and i know that it sucks (laughs) i get it i totally understand or i can empathize 
how much it can suck to not have it work out. But for me, I reframe into how lucky I was to have had this many moments with this person. To have been able to share a part of my life with someone with that much depth and love. It's beautiful and I'm grateful, you know. Um, This person (laughs) has been... You know, it's just, they've shown up. They've just shown up. Even if, like, it's not where I, you know, had wanted it to go completely. They've shown up for me in a way that I haven't seen before romantically. And it was nice, you know. And so I'm grateful for having the opportunity to have someone care for me that way and see me you know and I have the tolerance and not just tolerance but I want to accept this person and I do accept this person in whatever form he takes in my life and that's something you know that I've also been working on in therapy um this person has been a friend to me for many years so having had that having had years of platonic friendship has made all the difference because at the end of the day, I don't want to lose my friend. Even if I have feelings for them, I I don't want to lose my friend first and foremost because that's what they were to me, you know, for a good span of my life. And, um, yeah. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Moving on. I think with all the mistakes I made, (laughs) part of me wondered if I'm actually ready you know like am I ready to love and be loved but I think my acceptance of this person who they are shows me that I'm at a point in my life where I am ready to love and work through balancing that love of myself and another person um things that I learned um you know I learned that it's really hard for me to acknowledge how I feel sometimes, um, you know, and it's really hard to acknowledge that sometimes somebody else's actions can hurt me, you know, and um, and I don't have to, like, justify why I got hurt, but that, like, I don't have to justify that to myself, but that that is something that is, like, a truth that I have, you know? Like, if I got hurt, then I got hurt, and that is okay. You know, like, that's, I can accept that. Um, uh, Can we just acknowledge that and normalize that, like, you can be hurt by someone's actions, and it was the best choice for the other person? We can make space to acknowledge our own hurt, but acknowledge and respect the choices that other people have made. You know, like, that's not mutually exclusive. Um, so that was one thing that I had learned. Something that I had unlearned is, um, you know, <laughs> it's fairy tales, the stuff they tell you on TV, the movies. It's not, <laughs> it's not like that. It's not like that in real life. Um, You think that, or at least for me, I thought that 
you know, the displays of affection had to be like this. And if they weren't like this, well, then you know what? They don't like me enough. (laughs) They don't care. And that isn't always the case. And you know what? Something that I've been learning is that people show love differently. And, you know, while I consciously am aware of that, whenever anything gets put into like my mindset of like the relationship or going in that direction all logic seems to like leave my body in that sense you know and i'm like oh yeah that, that this is the exception it has to like break those rules but it's not it still applies still applies um i've recorded this multiple times throughout the span and i've wanted to post this podcast specifically since what beginning of this year but <laughs> there's been so much that's happened internally and you know i really wanted to fully give this all the effort and you know um my all because it'd be kind of a cop out for myself because i found this to be very um instrumental to my growth and a big indicator of it um and I think I'm gonna I'm like jumping back and forth. And you know when I had made this podcast, I remember when I had written down <laughs> the stuff that I would talk about. It's uh it made more sense in my mind when I had done it months ago. But like looking back now, like as I'm posting this currently in this moment, I'm like, wow, <laughs> this is all doesn't make sense. Like the, the flow of this doesn't make sense. But um, the next thing that that I want to talk about was you know I don't have to love this person. I don't have to pick this person you know, to like, keep in my life, you know, but I think most people my age would tell me, you know, if he isn't interested, then on to the next guy, you know, if he wanted to, he would, and if he can't give you what you want, then leave, and I really don't have to like, like, love this person, but I'm choosing to do so, because I want to, I choose to love, because even if I don't end up with this person, they're important to me, and my love um, goes beyond the form that he takes in my life, you know, and I have a trust in this friendship, in the friendship that has made it through years of random check-ins and thoughts, and that friendship is honestly the big anchor for me, you know. Bell Hooks in her book talks about all about love, Um, that's the name of the book, says that when we commit true love, we're committed to being changed, to being acted upon by the beloved in a way that enables us to be more fully self-actualized, and I can tell you for certain that this relationship changed me and for the better. And let me tell you, like, it sucked like a bitch. But it helped me accept myself and open up to others in ways that I didn't think I could. To love in a way that I thought um, I did, but actually hadn't done until now. Hooks quotes Thomas Merton, who says that we discover our true selves in love. And I'm not afraid of myself the way that I used to be, you know. Um, I don't want to avoid or hide her the way that I've done. And I've accepted myself in ways that I didn't before. And I totally agree with this quote. So now I'm getting to the part of the podcast where I'm like currently talking about like (laughs) what's happening now. Um, And there's definitely some interlap between back then and, you know, the thoughts that I had back then and how it's still relevant to now and how stuff has changed. But I'm going to just keep going. So I had written this last 
April. So this progressed a bit differently than I had thought it would at the time that I had wrote this. It is September and I can say that I am in love for this person. Not just that I have love for this person, I am in love with this person. And what a turn of events, huh? <laughs> I've wondered, often wondered how that shift happened for me. How did I know that I was in love with someone versus just strongly liking them? And maybe that's going to be something for a future podcast because honestly, I really don't know. I honestly can't remember when, what, like when that all happened. But I just remembered at one point I was writing in my diary and I was like, you know what? Today I feel like I'm in love. And then I just remember writing like, oh no, I, I think I love this person. You know, I am in love with this person. I really (laughs) really care for this person um so yeah maybe that'll be another episode at some point but um this person i've known for years and looking back now i think to some extent i've always been in love with this person that love though has just changed throughout the years you know it's been one full of admiration and respect from the very get-go um a love full of curiosity and amazement a love built off years of platonic friendship that evolved into a love as a romantic partner. And a love that has been ongoing no matter the distance or time apart. I love someone <laughs> in a way that I haven't loved someone before. I've watched myself grow in ways that I could never have imagined. I opened up to the possibility of being loved and loving someone as deeply. Um... And, you know, I feel like with this person, I've been as vulnerable and as real and genuinely me as I could probably possibly be at this current moment in my life. Um, I've also learned that love sometimes isn't enough to keep something going and i know this is like building off of what i had talked about in april but i guess it took me a bit of a while to process that some more right um it takes compatibility and life goals communication styles you know and a whole shit ton of other stuff and we're at a point he and i where we're choosing to let each other go so we can individually grow <laughs> you see the rhyme? <laughs> oh, God. Um, it's long distance, and we're both still figuring out our own lives and where to go next, and how we make meaning for ourselves and our and find our place in this world. And it has been one of the hardest things I've had to do when every part of me wants to hold on. My mind thinks it isn't fair that I've met someone I actually see a future with, and now that it isn't working out. And, you know, now it isn't working out. But then I think it would be more unfair to let myself get in the way of my own growth and his, you know. It'd be more unfair to kill off the potential of who we can become as individuals. And, my God, there's so much potential for both of us. And I guess this is what they meant when they said that in your 20s, you're really just figuring your life out. And so much is unstable in these years, you know, so there's definitely a part of me that aches because I found parts of myself in him, or I've grown parts of myself with him, 
Um, but as I've continued, you know, like talking to him, I've also seen that there's a part of me that still needs to understand myself in a way that I think I kind of have to do it alone, you know, like, like alone in the sense that like, not romantically, you know, obviously I'm not saying I'm going to discard all people, you know, in my life that are, you know, like that they, they can't help me out, but it's just, this is something that I have to self-reflect on and take some time to grow in individually. And it's taken me a really long time to understand that love isn't solely just about how I want someone to be, but it's acceptance of who a person is becoming and all the changes that come with it, right? I think even over the span of like the time that we've been talking, we've both changed, you know, and that's that's been in a year, you know? So like, I feel, so as other people have said before, um, you know, people change over the relationship, whether you're in one or not, people just change in general, right? So that's something that you kind of have to go with the flow with and accept as that goes on, or you can reject and, you know, let somebody go. And in the past, I would have cut off people that I've liked from my life because I couldn't accept who they were. And that isn't to say that I didn't love those people. It's just those loves were kind of short-lived, you know, those loves were different, but my love for this person runs deeper in that I've seen this person as mostly a friend for the years that I've known him. And when it did become something more, all I could think was, no matter what happens, I'm going to love him through and through because he had been my friend for so long and the depth of our friendship has meant the absolute world to me, you know? My love for him is the way that it is because we have a solid friendship full of meaningful conversations and vulnerability and just self-discovery of our, our own selves and of each other. And while I know now <laughs> that love isn't like the movies, I am a slight bit better able to see how I have unconscious beliefs beliefs that have become expectations that I thought love should be. And if you know me at all, <laughs> you know that I am in love with the idea of love. In my truest hearts of hearts, I'm like the biggest hopeful romantic. It's like the best thing ever. Now in all aspects, not in all aspects, but like a lot of people, the idea of having a love romantically makes me want to stick my head out of a moving car and scream out loud <laughs> you know it just makes me want to sing all those silly love songs i've grown up listening to my whole life love is something that you know i've thought that conquers all darkness all problems and it's something so pure and true but god love is not what i thought it was and i'm seeing that this is a re similar reflection to the previous entry that i'd made in april you know um it's like a candle with a flame that suddenly burns the night. It's safe and reliable. It's warm and consistent. And I thought that love would be this burning desire and crazy passion. But for me, it's it's about it's about having calls about nothing in particular. The routine of almost everyday calls with how was your day? And random messages to let me know that they thought of me. It's reading a book together or having them be the first and last person I talk to each day. It was love in a way that I didn't know was going to be love. 
It was random singing and sharing his roommate's cat that he loved and adored. Shout out to Iris. <laughs> uh, oh my god. And then of talking, it was, you know, talking about the people who are important to us and how they fit into our lives. It was a glimpse of, you know, into his world and a glimpse of mine. And God, just thinking about it makes me want to swoon. <laughs> and as I got into this thing with this person, I saw how I had so many expectations that were based off what I thought love was, which was influenced by society. But like I said, not always true. <sighs> yes. So basically, <laughs> um, this is kind of all I'll repeat now, but um, basically, you know, I'm going to accept this person for who he is. Again, like, he's not ready to be in a relationship. Or so, you know. And I'm happy for him. There's so much of the world that he wants to see. And I want him to see it all. I want him to feel like he's filled this cup to the most he can fill it. Until he overflows. And it makes sense to bring someone along on his journey. You know, with this person, I've... <laughs> I wouldn't say that I've ever really fallen for their potential because i've loved who they've been and who they've become and yes um and maybe there were periods of time when i didn't know them that deeply but the parts that i didn't know i was ex exceptionally in awe of him you know i think though if i continue to hold on i will eventually fall for the potential of what we can be instead of what we are right now and that is solely friends and you know, like, if I'm being completely honest, there isn't a single part of me that wants to move on and let go. But that's a lie. <laughs> uh, slightly. There is one part. There's a part of me that also feels like I have yet to get to some sort of understanding with myself. And I, too, like I had mentioned earlier, you know, I want to see so much of this world and I want to fill my cup to the point that it overflows and I want to experience life in ways that I haven't yet you know and I don't know but there's something I need to figure out for myself and I have no clue what it could be specifically I mean there's one thing that I'm thinking about the idea of trust um, and trauma and how that influences me but um I feel I have more parts of me that have yet to come out. And it needs time to become. I need time to become. Become who? I don't know. How? Again, I don't know. You know, I intern right now. And I do these presentations on topics related to peer-supported learning. And I find these workshops to be so relevant to my life outside of the school. Um, we read this article on thinking about mindsets. And how they shape so much of our learning experience and life experience. The quote that stuck out to me was, Becoming is better than being. The fixed mindset does not allow people the luxury of becoming. They have to already be. And I think in terms of my own self, I've set the expectation that I must know myself. And know where I want to go and who I want to be. And it's led me to this path where it's focused on a destination. When life is a process. Life is the process. Life is the journey, not the destination, just like that fucking quote. 
and I think that that is something I'm slowly realizing and accepting and you know I don't know what tomorrow brings I really don't nothing in life is really guaranteed except for taxes and eventually death but I'm hopeful for the future despite not knowing and I can trust that what is meant for me will always be for me and that I can do hard things and I can overcome whatever obstacles come my way because I have faith in myself and because I have a whole group of people around me who support me, who love me, who see me and who want to see me like grow and reach my potential you know and who love me just as is and i trust that i'm going to be okay and yeah so regardless i think it's all been a learning lesson and basically in summation i've learned a lot about love i am in love eventually i will you know well not eventually i am moving forward with my life and trusting that i'm going to just keep taking the next step and see where that takes me in life and yeah we will see where it goes and what happens next and thank you so much for listening to this episode i know that it was lengthy and long but (laughs) you know that's what happens when you got a lot of thoughts about certain topic um and (laughs) i love the idea of talking about love so it's great it's been great um thank you all and goodbye